Hello, friends. It's your old pal, Aria Hawani, back with another Wednesday edition of the Hawani Show. We don't stop, baby. We keep going like a train, never stopping. And we got a great show for you today. We've got Israel Adesanya, the middleweight champion of the UFC, and Jan Bochovich, the light heavyweight champion of the UFC. Why would they be on the same show? Hmm, interesting. Very newsworthy. More on them in a second. But first, let me tell you all about the podcast entitled Laughter Permitted. It is hosted by the great Julie Foudy. If you aren't familiar with her, she used to play on the USA national women's soccer team, and I hear that she's great behind the microphone as well. So if you want to give it a listen, you can check out Laughter Permitted right now wherever you find your podcasts. For now, though, time for today's edition of The Hawani Show. And as always, it may contain some language that may not be suitable for all audiences, so as always, listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ariel Hellwani's MMA Show. in your life on this Wednesday, November 4th, 2020. Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to a brand new edition of the program. I am certain that there are a lot of other things outside of the world of MMA on your mind today, but I hope, as always, that we can be a bit of an escape valve for all of you because uh, that's what sports are all about. So here we are with another great episode of the show. And this is a very newsworthy episode. Why? Because over the weekend, the biggest story to come out of Saturday's UFC event wasn't necessarily that Anderson Silva had fought for the last time in the octagon. And as depressing as that was, the biggest story was that Dana White said at the post-fight press conference that he is all in on Israel Adesanya, the middleweight champion, moving up from 185 to fight the 205-pound champion, Jan Bochovic. Hmm, interesting. He's not fighting Robert Whitaker. He's not fighting the winner of Darren Till and Jack Hermanson, which happens in December. Who's been telling you about this for the past several weeks? I've been telling you about this for the past several weeks. They tried to make it in December. It didn't work because of Jan's baby uh, arriving in December. And so now the talk is they're going to do it in early 2021. And so this has a lot of different angles to it. You've got Wait a second. This weekend, Glover Teixeira and Tiago Santos were supposed to be fighting for the number one contender spot at 205. What happened to that? What about John Jones? Are we ever going to see that fight? What about Robert Whitaker? Are we going to see him get another crack at Izzy? So many different permutations here. I wanted to go to the two men involved in this story, the two particulars, Israel Adesanya and Jan Bochovic, on why this fight is happening, how it came to be, when it might happen, and the trickle-down effect what it means for their respective weight classes. So on the back end of today's show, we will hear from Mr. Poland himself, Jan Bachowicz, who's always kind and gracious with his time. We'll ask him about the fight, whether he feels bad for Tiago Santos and Glover Teixeira, which takes place this weekend. Get his thoughts on everything and his timeline, which is a very important factor in all of this as well. But first, let us talk to the reigning defending UFC middleweight champion, the one and only the last style bender himself, Israel Adesanya. Why is he moving up? Why does he want to go up to 205 now? What about the John Jones fight? What about 
you know, the guys at 185 who he has not fought yet. And he said he wanted to clear out that division. What about his peck? What about the GOAT conversation? All that and more is discussed in this interview with Izzy, which takes place in Las Vegas, by the way. And that's important to note for this reason. Between November, excuse me, September 14th and late November, around the 22nd or 23rd, Israel Desanya will have about 10 free days out of quarantine because he traveled to Las Vegas from New Zealand to go to Abu Dhabi, he had to quarantine in Las Vegas, then he had to quarantine in Abu Dhabi, then he had his fight in Abu Dhabi, then he had to go back home to New Zealand, quarantine for two weeks in a hotel room, then he got out for 10 days, and then he traveled back to Las Vegas to corner his good friend and training partner, Carlos Ulberg, who fights on Wednesday night's Contender Series main event. Yes, a special night for the Contender Series. And and not only is he doing this, Brad Riddell is doing it as well. He was on the same path. And oh, by the way, Brad Riddell went back to corner Alexander Volkanovsky as well. He did that back in July, I should say. So it's amazing to see what the city kickboxing guys are doing. It's amazing to see what they all, um, you know, what they all do together as a team and how loyal they are. And so here is Israel Desanya in Las Vegas talking about all this while he's getting ready to quarantine once again in a hotel room. Amazing stuff. Always appreciate Izzy's time. Here's my conversation with the last style bender on why he has decided to move up to 205 now. Well, the good news is you'll you'll have some me time, but you'll also have some meme time as well. This means the return of internet or dare I say interweeb Izzy is returning, right? I mean, the, <laughs> no, I mean, depends, like, on how the, depends on what happens. Depends on how the landscape of things happens. So, yeah, I mean, I'll be last time. I'll be lurking. Don't worry. I was, I, well, I, that was child's play last time. That was child's play. Ruthless is is when I really caused some 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 actions. I probably did, but yeah, <laughs> like not in the public sense. I caused some actions in, in in Albuquerque, but not in the public sense. But yeah, I mean, I'm a nice guy. You know me, Ariel. I just like to chill. You know, go like a few posts, but if someone say some stupid. And they think they can get away with it by just talking shit. Well, they got another thing coming. I'm just curious because we were debating this afterwards. Of course, you you give us a lot of things to talk about, um, not only during that time but in general because you're one of the biggest stars in the sport. Is there a line? Is all fair and love and fight promotion with you, or is there a line? Is there a territory? Is there is there a place that you will not go? Mm. Mm. I have my own personal values and I have my own boundaries. So yes, there are lines, but if you cross my line, it's fucking, it's, it's free, you know, it's, it's free game. Um, that's a good question. Yeah. There's, I have boundaries. I, like I said earlier on, homeboy mentioned my dad's name out of nowhere. And I was like, I, I didn't say anything disrespectful. And I said, Oh, his mom would be disappointed, but people, took offense to that like how could you talk about his dead mother i'm like bro i don't wait till my parents are dead before i put them on a pedestal keep my family's name out your mouth and yeah i think that's fair does that seem fair to you so my rule is like family religion race those are you know those are sticky ones right those are yeah, very very if someone, if someone crosses your line is oh that sure fair? well yeah so yeah, this, i not, guess the you, question it's was not up to you to, it's not up to someone to dictate what someone else is if someone comes in and slaps me in the head 
and I go in there, elbow him in the face or stalk him. I can't be like, oh, I just, I just slapped you in the head. I, like a random stranger. I was like, it's not up to you to dictate what's okay. You crossed my boundary. I will fuck you up. So, yeah, like I said, I don't wait till my parents are dead till I put them on the pedestal. I give them the roses while they're here and I protect them. So I have to do that. So in your mind, John did cross the line. A hundred percent. There's no need to mention anything about my my family or my my pops or anything, because it was it wasn't even up for play. It's it's silly. Like I don't want to even bring. I don't want to say what I want to say because I'm holding myself back right now. Because if I do, then it's gonna be clickbait. But there's many things I could mention just to like cross the line even more. But that was that was a soft blow. That was nothing. Mm. That was nothing. Like I just said because. You know, it's true, I feel, and that's my prerogative, but he started it. So uh, I'll end it. Don't worry, I'll end it. So the, uh, John, aside for a second, uh, the main reason why I wanted to talk to you today was because over the weekend, and of course you're in Las Vegas, over the weekend, yeah. Dana White says at the post-fight press conference, a week after saying the, the whitaker Adesanya rematch was quote unquote appealing to him. He says, no, I, I spoke to Izzy. He's very persuasive. We're going to do Izzy versus Jan Bachovic. He's going to move up to 205. And so yeah. let me ask you, when did this idea cross your mind? When did you decide that this was something that you wanted to do? Mm, I wish I spoke to you first. I honestly wish I spoke to you first. I've been better, but I ended up speaking on a few other outlets because they were accessible, but mm, I think that, yeah, I next time get to me first. Nah, actually, it's just it's easier, you know. Um, but besides the point, I'll talk to you off here. Um, when did I decide this? Maybe during fight week. Not just me, my team. Like I said, it's not just me. Like I don't just make the moves myself. I am, but just a person, a canvas with a gang of artists who help create this masterpiece you see in front of you. And they have families, they have, you know, some of them have jobs, um, they have obligations. Even my, one of my trainers, Twister, two spinal surgeries. And, you know, I'm glad he's feeling better. So I can't just decide what I want to do. I have to check with my team first. So we decided around fight week. And, and yeah, I was really going for the Cannoneer fight. And I was getting, well, this would make more sense. I was like, ah. I will see. We'll see. Like it wasn't really something I, I was I was hungry for. I was looking forward to that Cannonier fight, just because I thought it would be epic. I mean, maybe we we're just not meant to fight, but yeah, it was during fight week that the seed got planted, and then yeah, it made sense to me. It made sense to me with the landscape of things. It's like the universe just gave me a fucking the awesome, the most awesome alley oop, like actually, yeah. And, and when you say fight week, do you mean your fight week against Costa? Yeah. So obviously Jan was on that card. Did you have any interactions with him? Did you see him? Yeah. He's cool. Like, um, I had no problems with him. He was very stoic, but very respectful. You know, a lot of those Eastern Bloc guys. Very, but not. Nah, he was cool. He wasn't like, uh, even the bodyguard I was with um, taught me uh, how to say what's up. You know, Shema. Wait, you have Shema. a bodyguard now? Oh, no, no, there's security from Fire Island. Security okay. on Fire Island. Uh, like, damn, is he getting big time now with yeah, bodyguards? Yeah. I got bodyguards, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, every fighter had, like, assigned security. So he happened to be Polish, and he just taught me, like, uh, some Polish slang. So I spoke it to him, and, 
yeah, we didn't really have much of an interaction, but he was very respectful. So that was cool. So here's the thing. You win that night. He wins that night. So maybe the, the, the seed is planted, but you still said afterwards that Cannonier, you know, you have respect for him and, and that's the guy he fights a month later. So if Jared Cannonier would have defeated Robert Whitaker just a few weeks ago, would you have put this Jan idea, this 205 idea to the side, or even by the time Cannonier and Whitaker fought, had you already decided that you're moving up? Mm, if if, if Cannonier had won, depending on how, how soon he can come back. Mm. Yeah, depends on him, how soon he could have come back from, from, from injuries or whatever, because I came out clean. So I, was, I wanted to fight again this year, but, you know, I can't hold out a spotlight. I have to, have, you know, let my team, you know, get theirs as well. But, um, yeah, if, if Jared had won, and depending on how quick he would have made a comeback, if it was fresh, then we could have done it this year. <gasps> it would have been dope, because I'm fresh. I'm still fit. Uh, my understanding was there was even some talk of doing you versus Jan in December once uh, Kamar Usman had to pull out of his fight, but um, Jan is having... Wait, was it talks of that? Uh, I heard that there were some whispers, yes, behind the scenes. They, they no, had no, looked... Who did you hear that from? Who did you, you hear that from? Is he? How many, how many times <laughs> I got to tell you? <laughs> the nose knows. But yeah. Jan is having his first child, so December doesn't work. But my understanding is March works for him. But you want to come back, I believe, in February. Are you willing to wait March, April? Nothing said and done yet, you know. It's all hearsay, isn't it? But, um, yeah, I mean, things – I'm a very persuasive guy. Okay. So here's mm-hmm. my – so so I want, I want to come to you with my, my, uh, my issue with this, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. I understand why you don't want to – fight Robert Whitaker. You just fought him a year ago, right? You just beat him very convincingly. It was one-sided, but I do think we have to say in defense of Robert, who, you know, you guys have your issue and whatnot. Robert Whitaker, I spoke to him last week on my show. He did other interviews. Robert Whitaker never said he doesn't want to fight you. All he said was, I'm having a baby. I need some time off this and that. The way it was painted on Saturday night. Oh, congrats. I didn't know I was having a baby, but I mean, Ariel, I didn't say he said he didn't want to fight me. I never said that. No, no, no. Dana White did. Dana White did. So I do think it's unfair for him. Yeah, that's Dana. Dana's a man of his own. He's he's, he's got his own mouth, his own words. He speaks for himself. Sure, sure. I'm just painting the picture here. Okay, so anyway, so so what I was told was, okay, you're not interested in running that back. And I agree with you. There's not a lot of incentive. It was so one-sided. He's only won two fights since. So I was told, I okay. be persuaded. There's ways because Dana was, Dana would have tried to persuade me, but don't worry. I I had, I had moves ready. I had counters for counters. You understand, man? This Jan fight got sussed in less than two minutes. Like you know, I kind of shoot with my have to go to like verbal war, you know, and, and Dana's war room, like actual, and yeah, it just it got sussed within two minutes, but you know. <laughs> sometimes like i said the universe just gives you the ultimate alley you was it just mano mano you walked in there he said let me tell you why i want you to fight whitaker and then you came back with why you wanted to fight jan and you won <laughs> no nah, he didn't even bring up Whitaker. he said like what you said like the, the kid doesn't want to fight you know I, th- I, I thought i was gonna have to convince you that this is the next fight to make but he comes out and say he doesn't want to fight so um yeah that's what dana said and then i barely just I just said my piece and I told him why it makes sense for me and the plan. I mean, the plan's always still being there. 
I've been saying this. I even said it about Robert when I was in the, my debut of UFC. I didn't call him out or anything. I just said, if Robert's still the champion, I'll take the belt off him in 2019. And there wasn't anything, no disrespect, but I said it and I got it done. And I've been saying, I'm going to fuck this dude up in 2021. But I'm like, people are just, <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. <laughs> so what is the plan? What, what, what did you say to Dana? I can't tell you everything. Come on. Oh, come on. <laughs> you have it all figured out? <laughs> uh, tell me more. <laughs> You're salivating. No, no, no. I have it figured out. Even, I mean, if you noticed last night, I, I went for a drive because um, shout out to Chop as well from Prestige Cars. You know, Chop's the guy that sells me with all his cars. And he actually, every time I come to Vegas, the last three three times, um, he's always looking looking out for me and just hooking me up with a, with a sweet ride. So... I'm out here. I got a ride yesterday. I don't know why I did it so late because it was so easy. And I was just up. And I, I couldn't sleep, so I just went for a ride. Hung around um, the Allegiance Stadium, if you will. And I just I took it in for a bit. I studied the landscape. There's, there's, there's levels to this area. There's levels to this. So, yeah, the plan's always been the plan. And it's just crazy. And that, that idea, even the Allegiance Stadium, happened July last year when I was sitting in my hotel, I think at the wind and I was overlooking the, the was it the wind? I can't remember. It doesn't matter. And I was overlooking the, the, the view and I saw it and I was just like, there, that's where it has to be. And like I said, the universe just fucking laid it up for me. The fucking alley-oop. Ooh, hoo, hoo. I'm about to dunk this shit like Shaq in the, in the old days. Break the fucking rim, break the backboard, everything. So would it be fair to say that the plan somewhat resembles fighting for the 205 belt February, March or so, and then coming back in the summer and fighting John, as you predicted, that's still the plan, right? That's, I mean, that's the thing with plans as well. There's variables. There's been a lot of variables in my plans and I've adapted to them because like I say, I'm a style bender and I'm very fluid. I'm very adaptable to the situations that life present me. So, but that's a rough idea. That's a rough idea. I mean, I'm still focused on Jan right now. That's that's the guy I'm focused on. But I like I like having goals, lofty goals, unattainable goals. But I'm not even supposed to be here, Ariel. I'm not even supposed to be here. But here I am. Now he says he's moving up to heavyweight. What makes you think that he even entertains the fight at that point? If you come up and get his old belt, and he's saying no, I'm going to wait for you know, or at that point, the Stipe Francis fight has already happened then what makes you think that the plan comes together? His ego, his insecurity and his ego. He won't, he, trust me, I know this guy. I, I know this guy. He'll, it'll happen. There's no way that fight's not going to happen. There's no way. And, and, oh yeah, that's right. You in DC as well saying like, oh. <laughs> that's why I just clicked. Exactly. I was oh, going to tell it to you right now. Okay. Okay. I was going to say face to face. I was like, going to tell it to you right. I was about to lay it out for you. I think here, sure, I'll say that's to, really convenient. <laughs> I, I was, well, no, not really face to face, screen to screen. My thing is, no, there's, no, like, there's no one for you to fight. Okay, do it now. Do it now. Why can't we? This is the biggest fight that the UFC can make right now. You guys don't like each other. You gave us two weeks of this flirtation. I'll say to you what I said to DC. I want the fight now. Yeah, that's the thing. Be patient. A lot of people lose in life because they don't have patience. They want things now. I think Gary V, shout out to Gary V. There's a quote I snapshot on his Instagram. A lot of people lose in life and business because they want it now. Mm. 
let it simmer. Patience. Don't worry. Just have faith in me. Trust me. I'm going to give you what you want. Just okay. calm down. Yeah. Like that. I like that quote. I love that. And it makes sense in life. People are just, oh, I want it now. Give it now. It's like, nah. Just stick with me. I'll show you how it is. In your mind, does this fight happen at light heavyweight or heavyweight? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Like I said, I, I would fuck. I wish I talked to you first. I said it on um, the other show, but um, what did I say? Andrew Schultz kind of put 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 a seed in my head as well. Like, what if Jones gets the heavyweight belt? Mm. You know, I mean, there's a lot of things that can happen. You might see for the first time in history a three repeat. Someone who's holding all three belts from light heavyweight. Heavyweight and middleweight at the same time, and that—that that was just a seed that just got. I was like, hmm, I like that idea, but I mean, it's not up for me to say. The fight's gonna happen anyway. Do you think John Jones will lose his next fight? Is he even on a fight scheduled? No, but whenever he do, fights, I'm about to do what he hasn't done in, in in over ten years, which is jump up and wait. I didn't go recycle all my old opponents and scrap them or find new lower tier guys to fight. I just said, fuck it. I'm going to go up. So I'm going to do what he hasn't done in over 10 years. I'm going to do it in just under three years. Hmm. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Um, and I don't know. I mean, fuck. It depends who his next fight is, but I've seen the guy live. You can look at his last five fights. Tell me he's not washed. Well, so th that's my question. Do you believe that if he loses his next fight, then the the, the, the fight against you has less interest? Eh, not to me. Not to me, no. That, you don't think it loses deeper. luster? For the appeal of the fans, maybe, but then I'm the fucking light heavyweight champ. And the story is like, right, he went up to heavyweight. He fucked up. He's coming back down to light heavyweight to right. claim back what's his. And there's this troll who's been fucking with him for the last year and a half telling him he ain't shit after he started it and then yeah yeah so it doesn't really it doesn't lose much luster for me like i i stick to my guns I, I have work to do and i'm gonna get my work done so it won't lose it won't lose luster for me it'll just be a nice story of a falling king trying to come back and reclaim his throne by the and way the new dog in the yard came in and then pissed all over the fucking place is the motivation to get two belts or is it to just piss him off and to troll him? To say, hey, look, troll, I got the... Troll him. I couldn't... I don't <laughs> even care about the middleweight belt, bro. I've told... I mean, how many times have I told you I don't give a fuck about the belt? It's just a fancy yard. Right. That's just more money, more notoriety. I can't say champ champ, so I'm saying champ squared. Um, but uh, trademark. Fucking TM that shit. Hey, Audi, get on it, please. <laughs> champ squared. Um, what else? So yeah, it is to troll him. Trolling, bro. Like, I don't really care about belts. I just want to fuck over. Like, I've told you guys, it's all about the mantelpiece, scalping people, taking heads, all the greats of this era. I fucking fought Romero when I had no reason to fight him. No logic. Even Eugene was like, I was like, nah, we need to fight this guy. And I convinced Eugene and we convinced Dana. And the UFC didn't want to put that fight on. I'm going for everybody. Everybody can get it. Everybody can get it, so they can't run. I'm, I'm taking all the heads of this era, so when it's all said and done, they know who's the one. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also 
what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. How far away do you think you are from being in that conversation with Habib, with GSP, with Anderson, with DJ, with Fedor? In your mind, how far away are you? With John, of course. You want me to tell the people? <laughs> nah, I don't really worry about that kind of stuff. Like I said, I'm a bird. That's me. Um, I don't really worry about being a goat because I, I kind of feel like it happened. It's inevitable. But people already like to throw me in there for years now but some people can see what the future holds and some people still blind but mm, i don't know i'm just doing me bro i'm just doing me all i know is i keep whooping ass and i'll be undeniable that's the main thing i'm focused on is whooping ass kicking everyone in my way's ass and you can deny me all you want but we'll know so you think it's inevitable that by the time your career is over, you will be considered the greatest of all time? 100%. Do you have an update on on uh, the PEC, PEC gate that we talked about last Peck time? Gate. No, not really. Um, pituitary gland hmm. was checked, hormone levels, fine estrogen and on testosterone. So yesterday we had a ultrasound and a mammogram. <laughs> I had one yesterday for the first time. Um, but I mean... To be honest, it might just be unhealthy living a little bit, like because I'm not smoking weed. That's what, well, that's what the doctor from the UFC said. Like, you know, you just need to, you know, stop. And I was like, I'm not stopping. I'm just gonna slow down. I'm not <laughs> stopping smoking weed ever. Uh, also, the referendum in New Zealand. You look stupid. Y'all look stupid. Literally, you look stupid because you're backwards. You're living in the in the nineteen 90s or whatever like you look stupid because the referendum passed and yeah. this is still going to be illegal so you look stupid just and the world is looking at you laughing because you look stupid understand that i'm still smoke come find me uh so is it still as swollen as it was or has it gone down no, it's calm it's down. It's calm down I've, sensitive I've, um, uh no not as sensitive it's actually calmed down but it's just a fat deposit and yeah, there's, I mean, but man, hey, after a performance like that, like I said, I think I was on steroids too, because it was just mind blowing. What the fuck did I just do to that? Like the guy that, he walked down Romero. No one walks down Romero. How many get you here? Why didn't he just use his boxing? Cost if just stuck to his game plan, he would have won. It's like, nah, bro, there's, there's a common denominator. There's, so some people are so stupid sometimes and it really like it baffles me. I'm like, do you understand like 
just y'all look stupid too. All of you, it looks stupid because it's a common denominator. There's a reason he couldn't use his boxing. There's a reason he couldn't just walk me down. If you know fighting, if you know, you know. But those who don't know, you look stupid. I'll say it again. You look stupid. I don't even plan for these props to be here. They just happen to be hanging no, around. No. By the way, have you signed the contract yet? Ariel. <laughs> no, no. Okay, I'll tell you that one. Nope. Oh, wait, which contract are we talking about? What contract are you talking about? Well, because after... <laughs> <laughs> I like you, Ariel. Let's go. Listen, after the Costa fight, he kept saying, <laughs> sign fight. the contract to you. And I was like, what contract? There is no contract. What are wait, you talking who said about? That? Who said that? Paulo Costa kept saying, Izzy, sign the contract. Izzy, uh-huh, I asked. Bro. <laughs> John Jones was saying that sign the contract. I was like, do you guys know how contracts work? Yeah. Like, you need to sign the contract. I really focus for the for the yeah. revenge. <laughs> but wait a second. Which contract are you talking about? Ah, the Yan fight. The Yan fight. What? Huh? We got to pay. Listen, we got to pay. I don't know what Tim and Audi are doing. <laughs> but we're moving up to two hundred five. That costs money. All right. We need some. Extra pay-per-view hey, points on top of the other no pay-per-view way, points. No hey, I, I'm looked after. I'm telling you, I got the team. You see my my clip with 50 Cent when you talk about the lawyers? Stronger than linebackers, man. I got the crew. Like, don't worry. Paradigm, GP, we're on it. We'll make it like this. Even like Khabib's dad, I'm honestly, like, you, you look at sports and so many fathers have played heavy roles in, 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 in a lot of these great, great athletes' lives, you know? on the field, in the game, like Khabib, you know, rest in peace to, to his, you know, his, his, his father. Like he played a big role in his life with training him how to fight and teaching him the game in this game. Mine watches my back when it comes to this. Hmm. He's the, 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 the hawk, the eagle that just soars and sees everything. He's like, yeah, he, I'm set. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm not set yet. Like I want to be set, but I'm set. Like, I mean, rich, I've been broke, rich again, broke. I've learned my lesson. I've done some dumb shit outside the UFC. Coming back from China with all this money, I lose it. I make some more money and I get fucked over by the Chinese company I was working for and I lose, you know, I just lose money and I became rich again. I ain't never going back to being broke, but still I stay broke and I stay woke. This, that's, you know, engage, try to engage. Go there, buy my T-shirts, all of them. Even the stay woke, stay broke T-shirt. Like, yeah, there's... There's methods to my madness, and I, I have, I'm glad I have someone who is ultimately going to give a fuck about me and wants nothing in return. Literally wants nothing in return to see a son do good, you know. So yeah, and he does, he's not on the field, but off the field, he's he, he's definitely putting me on some game. Um, just a couple other things, and I'll let you go. Do you think you leave Las Vegas with a a deal in place to fight Jan? Oh, I was talking about deal for Carlos Alberg. Yeah, we leave with a UFC it. contract. Yeah, that's right. I'm telling you, my man's on, bro. My man's just like sharp. He hasn't like even him. Like he he didn't come to the silver fight because he wanted. Like he, we was all supposed to go, you know, just something to experience. But and he could have experienced that as well. But I like the fact that he didn't. He chose himself not to come because he wants to. He doesn't want to seem like he's on my coattails. You know, he wants to create his own legacy, and I respect mm-hmm. that so much. And you think looking at him like, oh, this guy's pretty boy can't fight. Mm. He will fuck you up. Holy shit, he'll fuck you up. Um, you didn't answer the question though. Ah! 
give me that. What? Yeah, you give me the nice little, <laughs> nice little parry there. Boom, boom. We, boom. Is that parry? <laughs> don't do that. that don't. <laughs> you got to move the hand. You can't do that. <laughs> I want you boxing. Back at it. That's uh, right, uh, baby. Uh, That's uh, right. Uh, Back at it again. Uh, Come on. Shoulder roll. Shoulder roll. What do you know about Woo! it? What do you, yeah, there we go. Well, you all must have forgot, but, but but really, you didn't answer. Ah, next question. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Things happen real fast with the UFC, so we'll see. I mean, you saw how I told you this fight got set in two minutes with me and Dana alone in his office, and yeah, we'll see. But you 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 can say with certainty you believe your next fight will be for the two hundred five pound belt against Jan Bohovic. Hundred percent. That's the next fight. Does this mean your days of fighting at 185 are over? Fuck no. You're going to go down. I'm, people, are, I, I said this, people are so stupid sometimes. Like the game, to go up to 205, I don't have to put on any weight. I walk around, I fluctuate between that, you know, 205 mm -hmm. region or whatever. And people are, you're going to have to take time to put on weight to 205 no i wasn't taking time like you and dc said to put on weight to go to 205 <laughs> no or to get adjusted to the weight class no i'm taking time because i said i want to do my work at 185 i want to make sure i'm i i don't think i've cleaned out the division but like i said this alley-oop this alley-oop is too good not to miss up so i'm taking it but i'm definitely going to come back to 185 and fuck shit up i but yeah, like for me, it's it's not it's not like uh, I need to go do what homeboy's doing. You know, he doesn't have to do it. He doesn't know, but he doesn't have to put on any size to go up to heavyweight. But he's playing the game his own way, his own artistry, which is respect to him, respectfully. But um, yeah, I don't think you have to do all that. Like it's 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 doing yourself a disservice. Are you going up because because Jan is an easy fight? Is this like GSP Bisping? That's what people are suggesting, right? And I asked Jan about this. I, hey, this is what it was. This is what everyone says. Hey, I'm the biggest GSP guy, but everyone says GSP only went up and got that belt because Bisping, you know, was at the tail end of his run and he was, uh, uh, you know, a, a fight that he could win. But there, I think there's a, a thought process that Jan is a beatable champion right now. Um, I can beat everyone up at 205. Every one of them. Every one of them. FTC was still fighting. I whoop his ass too. Like I, I can beat anyone, anyone okay. at two or five. It's not that it was an easy fight or whatever, but I just had to do my do my work. And I already set my timeline, so I was like, right, let me let me honor that timeline. And here we are. It doesn't it look like I'm about to do exactly what I said I was gonna do. It looks mm -hmm. like it. So stay tuned, and we'll see how far. Yeah, don't worry. We'll see. You'll see. Okay. We'll see. And, and by the way, did you feel it was suggested uh, after your fight that, you know, all that stuff with Connor and the tweets and all that, that he was stealing the spotlight from you that that what was put up? Did, did you did you hear those comments? No. Uh, you know, all the stuff with the, 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 the DMs and the tweets and Diego Sanchez and all this stuff that was all oh, with him and Dana. Yeah. And then and Dana said afterwards that he felt like Connor was stealing, trying to steal your shine, which to me was an interesting Theory, considering you're all under the Paradigm family, and he always seems to give you props publicly, and you. Did, he does. Did. I don't know what, what I mean. Fuck. I kind of have the same effect now that I can't even tweet reckless because anything I do just becomes headline on ESPN, 
I don't know. I haven't thought about it. Like Connor will say anything that he could it becomes headline. You weren't bothered. Was nah, I didn't even hear about that. I think I, I saw the DM and I knew like Dana didn't like the fact that he released them or something, but I didn't follow that whole drama too much. But um, nah, I don't. That's a good question, but I don't know. John Jones, though, watch me. Watch any fight that John Jones has ever had in the last year and a half. I don't say shit unless I'm asked about him. But anytime I fight, he's always saying something stupid, trying to like prod. I happened from the Atlanta fight, two, three, six. Since then, any fight I had, he's always had something to say to try and like, I don't know if it's still the spotlight, but like, yeah, catch some of my shine, if you will. Like I told you, people can't fathom why he's jealous of me because he shouldn't be jealous of me, but he is. I can tell you this because it's easy to recognize when you've been there. When you've been that green-eyed monster, it's easy to recognize when you see it in other people. And I see it, and I'm like, yeah, he's jealous of me because I'm doing exactly what he wished he could have done. And he's like, oh, but I've done this and records that. Yeah, but I don't have four failed drug tests. I don't have fucking how many arrests. I don't, you know, I don't know something with a shotgun as well recently. I don't, I've never looked into it, but I'm like, that's ammo. That's ammo right there. But we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, it's, yeah, I can see it. It's easy for me to see. So he's definitely a clout trout. He's a clout trout, 100%. Kingfish clout trout. Bar none, 400 pound clout trout. Last question. How do you beat Jan? You said that five questions ago. No, no, no. This is it. Last question. Uh, I said there was a couple I don't left. mind. I don't mind. I got time for you. We can talk forever. But yeah. Okay, cool. I'll go another hour with you. Um, no, right, no. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go in. All right, wait, wait, wait. Tell me, what do you want? How do you beat Jan? Mm, I haven't gone that far yet, but I, I've even looked at. I haven't even seen his last fight yet because I was getting, I was getting ready for my own fight. But mm, I, I can beat him. I just, I don't know how I beat him, but I can beat him. Ask me that maybe, I don't know next year when the fight's closer, like right. four weeks, six weeks yeah. out from the fight. Then you can ask me that, and I'll, I'll give you a bit of a blueprint. I'm sure, like Eugene and Twist and Adam. Adam Adam Johnson, one of our, our jiu-jitsu coaches at the gym, he's also like an analyst. He he breaks down the fights on the on the frame by frame basis, put it that way. I don't want to give too much away, but I've seen him do it when I was in Ireland when I was about to fight Silver. Oh, I, I don't even think the fight was signed yet. He was already watching Silver versus Bisping frame by frame. He's like super smart and he just knows everyone's plan A, B, C, D with probabilities and all that kind of stuff. Like, he's just, it, it baffled me. It was actually, I was really impressed. Like, we figured out everything. Even, even the Brunson fight was the best one because we just knew if he jabs, the probability he's going to throw a right hand is percent, okay? And the probability he's going to shoot after his jab is percent. Like, Adam breaks it wow. down. So, wow. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm just giving him his props because he, he doesn't like it, but yeah. Not to Adam for that. But yeah, we'll do the same thing with Jan. As always, we keep the same energy. So I'm sure Adam's already like breaking them down frame by frame and breaking down his grappling. And who knows? You might ever get to see my grappling display in this fight. Oh, wow. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. See what I'm about. See how my uh, white belt can hold up in there. <laughs> <laughs> DC did say that Jan should try to use his wrestling uh, against you. That would be a, a good path for him. So of course DC would say that. What a hater, huh? What a hater. <laughs> what a hater. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. 
Izzy, thank you, as always. I appreciate it. Great insight, and good luck uh, getting that fight signed, and uh, good luck to you. L'chaim, my friend. I'll do the same. Uh, good luck to your friend uh, Carlos Wednesday night as he attempts to get his UFC contract. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Thank Peace. you, Izzy. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, and now let us say hello to the reigning, defending UFC light heavyweight champion, the man who we think will be fighting Israel Adesanya next, perhaps in early 2021, the pride of Poland himself, the one and only Jan Wachowicz, kind enough to join us. Jan, how are you? Good, thank you. And how are you? I'm doing really well. By the way, has that gotten old yet, hearing reigning, defending UFC light heavyweight champion next to your name? <laughs> it sounds good. I like it. Does it still feel a little bit surreal? Um, not so much right now, you know. When I wake up in the morning, uh, I see the belt and, okay, I'm the champion. <laughs> so, yeah, I used to that a little bit. And by the way, where are you putting the belt these days? Uh, I'm still waiting for a special place, you know, because I have prepared something. I order, uh, I don't know how to say it, uh, some special thing and put yeah. it under the TV, you know. Okay. <laughs> That's a great spot. So you'll watch TV and you'll always look at it as well. I don't like watch TV. That's why I'm going to, you know, oh. watch the belt and not TV. What do you mean you don't like watching TV? I watch only, you know, some, you know, movies or, or something like this, but I don't, I don't watch news and, you know, oh. stupid shows and stuff, stuff like this. Sports, MMA maybe? Yeah, sports, MMA also. Okay. You're a man who likes to go outside. You like to be active, that sort of thing. Exactly. I, you know, I prefer books like you, I see. That's right. Yes, I have a ton of books here. Yes, that's right. Um, well, there's, there's a lot of exciting news regarding you, Jan, because uh, we had been hearing some whispers about this for a few weeks. I put it out there as well. But then on Saturday, UFC President Dana White said at the post-fight press conference following the event in Las Vegas that he spoke to Israel Desanya and that Izzy's next fight will be against you as Izzy, the 185 champ, moves up to 205 to go after your title. Now, when he said this, when Dana White said this, did you know, like, had they spoken to you already about this? Were there discussions or were you hearing it like the rest of us for the first time? They asked me something after my, my fight, you know, in Abu Dhabi, uh, in the next day, you know. <laughs> and I say, it's no problem for me, but uh, not now, uh, in the March. I can fight in March with, uh, you know, anybody. It's no problem for, for, for me. But that, I cannot fight, uh, you know, area than March. If Israel want to wait, no problem. If not, he, he need to fight, you know, different uh, uh, challenge. And to be clear, the reason why you can't fight uh, before March is because you and your wife are expecting your first child, correct? Yes, this is one of the reasons. And, you know, in Poland right now, situation is a little bit, you know, not so good. And we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow and day after tomorrow. So uh, right now it's we train normally, but uh, every day, you know, we cannot, you know, Nobody knows what our government uh, prepared for us. Right sure. now. You know, people start going, you know, out uh, from the house to the to to the streets, uh, and uh, we will see what's gonna happen. 
later. Mm. And, and the baby's coming in December, correct? Yes. Yeah. So when they asked you after your victory over Dominic Reyes in September, did they ask you about Izzy specifically? Yeah, they asked me, do you want to fight Izzy? Say no problem, but in March. <laughs> right. And my understanding was uh, they tried to make this fight happen for December 12th because they were looking for a main event, but then you told them it doesn't work with my schedule, with my wife, the baby. Is that true? Did they come to you with that offer? I don't uh, know correct the date, the, the date, you know. Maybe that was, you know, because I, they tell that it was going to be December, but I say too early for me. Mm. Maybe that was uh, too early for me, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like date aside... What do you think of this idea? What do you think of the idea of Izzy moving up from 185 to fight you? This is a good idea. I like it. Uh, <laughs> it will be nice, you know. But, all, but you know, I never, I don't like choose my opponents. I never do this, you know. If UFC won't make this fight, okay, let's go, let's do this. If not, I'm going to be ready for next, uh, you know, the victor against uh, Textera and uh, Thiago. Mm. Now, speaking of that fight, I think we all thought that the winner of that fight would be next for you, especially because you have a history with Thiago Santos and also because Glover has looked good as of late. Are you surprised that they would announce something like this or at least put it out no, there? No, because they told me like, uh, earlier, you know, so I'm not surprised. Oh, okay. <laughs> but right. now it's, you know, a little bit, uh, right now it's become more real, you know, yeah. scenario for, for me, for the next fight. But if you were Thiago or Glover... Wouldn't you be annoyed right now? Like you're about to fight in, you know. But I'm not Thiago or, or Glover, you know. Sure. I'm the but, champion, so I, I can choose. I no, no, like I know. Yeah. So, so that's not, not my problem. Fair enough. Um, yeah. And so, okay, so we have this situation where Izzy's moving up, but for a long time, uh, we were, you know, thinking that maybe they would try to do Izzy versus John Jones. John Jones leaves now. Is there a part of you that thinks that the reason why he's moving up now is because you have the belt and he thinks that you're an easier fight and thus he can go up there and get a second title? If he think like this, he's wrong, you know. Why John Jones uh, don't want to fight in 205 anymore? Because he's afraid of me, you know. That's why he moved to heavyweight. This is the reason. So it's not an uh, easy fight for, for Adesanya. It's going to be a harder fight. And to be clear, I'm not saying it's an easier fight. I'm asking, do you think that he thinks it's an easier fight and that's why he's moving up? Like this, he is wrong. Mm. But I don't care what he thinks. I will prove if they make this fight, I will prove him that he is wrong. You know, he will go back to, uh, to his category really fast. Do you look at things like odds? Do you look at things like that, like the betting odds and all that stuff? No, I don't care about this. You know, uh, I'm always, you know, underdog. So. <laughs> People well, because make some they, money on me when they put money. A lot of people make a lot of money right now after my fight against uh, Dominic Reyes, you know. <laughs> so some early odds came out, and they have him at like a minus two fifty, you a plus two ten. So that's like two to one. People think that he's going to beat you. Him moving up to two hundred five. Does that bother you? No, nothing. I don't think about this. This is not for me. This is for you know for people who like put money on on fights. You know, you know. I like you know. I don't care. No, I don't think about this. It's, I like to be underdog because uh, a lot of my friends put money on me because they believe in me and they, you know, they become rich like me after the mm -hmm. fight, you know, <laughs> and I can laugh and celebrate with them. I would imagine there's a part of you that's kind of excited about this, right? Because with all due respect to Glover and Tiago, he's a bigger name right now, right? A, a fight against really Izzy. Big. So this is exciting for you, right? This is probably something that you welcome. Yeah, you know, that's why I come to UFC, you know, to, to fight with the biggest name in the world, in the mm -hmm. world. So he is one of that. So, yeah, 
I'm <laughs> I'm happy if if UFC do this. If he want to wait to March, it will be a great fight. Uh, have they, you know, since they put this out there on Saturday, have they talked to you about March, about February, things like that, about possibly fighting in early 2021? Have there been any further discussions about this fight? No, I just sent uh, because I see the interview with Dana White. Yeah. So uh, my manager texts to them, we can do this fight, but in the March, uh, not earlier because I'm waiting for the child and uh, the situation in Poland, nobody knows what's going to happen. Uh, and they say, okay, we understand. And Right now, it's you know we don't talk anymore. So okay, maybe tomorrow, maybe day after tomorrow, we we we, we talk something more with UFC. But what do you think now? You think it happens? You think Izzy is your next fight? I think it's it's real. It's real. Yeah, it's. I think that, uh, Adesanya is more real than than Thiago or or, or Glover right mm. now. And just curious, you know, we've heard from champions in the past who say, hey, I want to be a champion who defends the title against the number one contender, not have people move up, champ, champ, all this stuff. Is there a part of you that feels like, hey, you should win a fight or two at 205 before fighting for the belt? Or do you feel like because he's the champion at 85 and he's a big name, the fight is okay, that it's not, you know, a slap in the face to the other guys at 205? Okay, he is champion. He's a great fighter. I can beat him after that. I can fight against Thiago or, or Glover or on the, you know, I don't know who who gonna be next one. Mm-hmm. When you guys were in Abu Dhabi together, did you have any interactions? No, just you know, hey, what's up? <laughs> That's it. Nothing, nothing more. Okay, you didn't feel like he was eyeing you down, that he had his uh, no. his sights set on you. No, not I don't see something like this from his side. You know. <laughs> what do you think of Izzy overall as a fighter? Uh, he's a very good fighter, you know, amazing fighter, but. I'm better. I will stop him if if they make this fight. You think you will knock him out? I will try, do my best, hmm. like always, to knock him out. Yeah, he's gonna feel legendary Polish power like everybody. <laughs> yeah. uh, thus far in MMA, he's undefeated. Do you see holes in his game? Do you see? Weakness? So that's gonna be amazing, you know, because he when I beat him, he's gonna remember me to end of his life, you know, because I'm gonna be the first one who beat him in MMA because mm-hmm. he lost in the K1 or. Muay Thai. Uh, glory kickboxing. Yeah, yeah, kickboxing, yeah. When you watch him fight, do you see holes? Do you see weaknesses in his in his game? Uh, you know, I uh, I watch his fight, but I don't uh, don't study his fight because it's too early to, to, to study his fight, you know. I just uh, enjoy his fight, you know, but mm. uh, if we sign contract, then I will study his, uh, his fight and we will find uh, his weakness. Okay. Um, you know, some people love Izzy, other people think he's cocky, that, you know, he's too much of a showman, that he, you know, does all this. Well, how do you feel about him as, a, as an entertainer, as a fighter? Do you appreciate or is his style not really your style? It's not my style, you know. I'm a little bit, you know, calm and quiet guy. He's different. But if he, if he like this, if he is okay with that. So I'm okay, you know. I feel like there's a chance if Izzy moves up to, to 205 and things go your way, you win this fight, that might make John Jones come down to 205. Now he'll feel like, okay, this is a big deal to fight Jan. What do you think? Do you think that that's still a possibility or have you given up on John? I don't care about John Jones right now. I, I, I don't know what he's doing right now. I, I think he, he, he tried to catch the, the thief with shotgun, yeah? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is what he do right now. So... Uh, I don't know, you know, maybe I'll, f- we'll see, you know, if he would like to come, come back to, to 205, okay, maybe I will give him chance to fight against me, 
But after uh, after Adesanya, uh, it's gonna be you know next uh, opponent, uh, Thiago or Glover. Mm. Who do you like in that fight, by the way, Thiago or Glover? You know, I would like fight against Thiago <laughs> to take a rematch against him. So I will keep my fingers for him. But like you say, uh, Glover, he got you know second life right now. Uh, he 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 is really good shape. So we will see how is going on this fight. Is it possible that there's a part of you, considering your history with Tiago, the fact that he beat you around almost two years ago, that that fight interests you more right now than the Israel fight? I knew, I know that uh, I would f- fight again Tiago in the future. So it's gonna be right now or later. I don't care. We will see. You know, I knew that uh, we meet in future for sure again. Mm. So I will take my rematch now or later. Doesn't matter. We will see. Okay. By the way, what was it like meeting the uh, the prime minister a few a few weeks ago? What was that experience like? You know, I don't like talking about politics. Yes, <laughs> but we don't talk uh, with I don't talk with him about politics. Uh, I think he's maybe he's a MMA fan, or mm. maybe he you know he he do good research, you know, because we we spoke like fifty minutes, maybe one hour, and it was wow. really good, uh, nice conversation about fighting, about you know about diet about injuries, about everything around the, you know, how, how, around the, the MMA sports. And he got a really good, you know, question. So it was nice conversation. Okay. Uh, by the way, speaking of diet, I saw on your Instagram, you have the, you ate this like sandwich that looked like was massive. You took a picture of it. You know, the sandwich, what is that sandwich? Yeah, it was a burger with, a burger with, a, with gold on the top. Gold? <laughs> yes. What do you Special mean? Gold, what you can eat. It's Real like, gold? Real good, but they, they, they made it special way when you can eat it, you know. Who made that this for you? The, the, the most expensive burger in Poland. Wow, who made this for you? My friend, you know. He, he got a restaurant in Warsaw and he invited me and he gave me this, this, this burger. How much is it? Something like 350 bucks, something like that. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is wild for just one burger. And how yeah. did it taste? Really good. And the yeah. gold was an <laughs> amazing feeling when you eat the gold, you know. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. And you deserve it. Uh, did you finish it? Yeah. I ate all of it, you know. Okay. Um, all right. So to recap, uh, life is going well. Uh, things, are, things are going good for you since winning the belt. Uh, they have approached you preliminary talks to fight Izzy. And you said, yeah, I'm okay with it. But it has to be in March, not sooner. What about February? Possible or no? No. no. March or later? Yes, much or later. Yeah, exactly. And by the way, uh, I mean, are, are we getting a new contract here? What, like, are we going to get pay per view points for this fight? We got to get a little bit of a raise, right? We're going to talk about this. I hope I so. Mean, come on, we have to. Yes, of course. Fight, so, yeah, we're going to have to do some changes. In of course, our, in my contract. Yeah, get a little pay per view cut. You know, some pay per view points, all this stuff. By the way, I was talking to your friend uh, Daniel Cormier on uh, Monday, and he said that he thinks, even though it's not your background in this fight, you should wrestle more. You should try to take Izzy to the ground. What do you think of this uh, advice from Daniel? I'm always do, doing my, my wrestling, you know. I always I, I, I think that I'm going to have to take down the, the Dominic in our fight, but I don't have to. So uh, in, in, if they make fight with uh, Israel, uh, that's going to be my, you know, some of my game plan, but we'll see. Maybe mm. stand-up will be enough. But mm. for sure, I will focus about, uh, about wrestling. Any message for Izzy? For Izzy? Prepare for legendary Polish power. I it's can't not wait. a joke. It's serious. Uh, yes, I think I think we know by now that it is very serious. 
Uh, Jan, yeah. thank you. This is uh, this is an exciting development. Uh, kind of came out of nowhere. I don't think anyone thought your next fight would be against Izzy when you won the belt in September, and I don't think anyone thought Izzy's next fight would be against you. Uh, but here we are. It seems like he wants it, and uh, the UFC wants it, and you want it as long as it happens. Well, let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> let's do it. Wow. Okay. So you went with Daniel Cormier. You had John Jones. Izzy, not a bad, not a bad option. I got to be honest yeah, with you. Not a bad option. <laughs> not a bad good option. Really good option. Yes. So uh, good luck to you once again. I didn't think we'd be talking so soon, but this is a, a breaking news development. So I wanted to get your uh, two cents. Thank you as always for the time. I appreciate it. And no good problem. Luck Pleasure for me. Negotiations with the fight. Okay, thank you. Pleasure for me. Like always, all best for you. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. So there you have it. You get Izzy's side of the story. You get Jan's side of the story. It looks like we're getting Izzy versus Jan sometime in early 2021. If Jan gets his way, it won't be before March. And I think he should get his way. I mean, he has some valid reasons. And uh, and then perhaps we shall get Izzy versus John Jones in the summer of 2021 at the new Raider Stadium in Las Vegas. How about that? Crazy times. Crazy times in the world of MMA. And it's another busy week coming up in the world of MMA. We got Contender Series this Wednesday. If you're listening to this on Wednesday afternoon, that comes out this Wednesday on ESPN+. Plus. If you missed it, if it's Thursday, you can go back and watch it. You got Bellator back for Bellator 251 Thursday night, uh, starring the debut of Corey Anderson. First fight in Bellator against Melvin Manhuff. So that's going to be really interesting. That's Thursday night at Mohegan Sun. And then on Saturday night, the UFC is back with another card at the Apex headline by Tiago Santos versus Glover Teixeira. A fight that we thought was going to be a number one contender fight. Now, still big stakes, but maybe a title shot is not on the line. Also of note, Andre Arlovsky going up against fellow Canadian Tanner Boser. How about that? Boser the hoser. Or is it hoser? Boser the hoser. Yes, Boser the hoser. That's right. Anyway, uh, that all goes down 7 p.m. Eastern prelims. 10 p.m. Eastern main card only on the platform that Chell and I built, ESPN+. Plus. For now, all I need from you is this. Please rate, download, subscribe, review. Please do that. It helps us out. It's really the only thing I ask of you. It helps us climb the charts. The bosses are happy. Let's me do more interviews. And everyone says a little kumbaya. All right, I'm out of time. Enjoy the fights this week. Back next week, same time and place. Until then, I say peace. I'm out.
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.